Welcome to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast with your host, Sylvia Morn. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is the 27th of December in 2021. Hard to believe it, another year just about put down. And we're just about to transition into a new year, 2022. And usually at this time of the year, I take time to contemplate everything that has happened over the past 12 months period. But I also question, well, what are my goals that I want to achieve for this next 12 months period? And what will that take? And today I've been contemplating, well, what kind of goals can a musician have? We always hear at this time of the year about, oh, I want to travel to such a place or I want to lose weight or I want to get more fit. Goals like those are common to hear all over the place and the newspapers are full of ideas, magazines are full of ideas, online blogs and so on are full of ideas to help with health and fitness. And as a musician proceeds along his or her journey, of course, that's a vital thing to think about. I know more than anyone have to consider that because of the nature of my work sitting down for so long every day. But think alternatively a moment as a musician, what kind of goals could you put in place to really broaden your skill, broaden your horizons? Well, I have a few simple suggestions for you. The first thing, if you're a music student, no matter what age you are, whether you're a child, teenager, adult, older adult, it doesn't matter. Try and pick up something like a music journal that holds some form of accountability, meaning that as you proceed along your levels of learning, that you don't lose your focus. Now, one thing that I see many people not doing, and this is actually within the realm of music, is everybody just seems to go week to week, month to month, just learning their skill, trying to hone their skill, but they've really no end goal in mind. And I often use exams or a performance to have a goal at the end of a certain period of time to hold that student's focus. And for you as the music student, if you are one listening to this podcast, I really strongly suggest that you get a journal and you hold yourself accountable. And about every seven days, we'll say the day of Sunday, you could use that as just a contemplation day as to see, okay, what did I do good this week? What did I do bad this week? And maybe just gather three or four of your friends and get yourselves into a little huddle and support each other as you're training yourselves in music. Accountability is one of the things that will hold your focus more than anything else, because with technology and with so many videos of musicians of all different kinds and so many ideas floating about, there really is an incredible amount of distraction. But if you have a journal and you have a group of mates that are on the same journey as you or even just a bit maybe ahead of you to hold that level of accountability in place, would be a fantastic thing to do for 2022. And I guarantee you in 12 months time, when you look back at what you've achieved through this 12 month period, this next 12 month period, you will be very surprised at the steps you would have taken or you will have taken. Now, there's a few other things that I think are really interesting that musicians can think about. And I don't mind what level of musician you're at, whether you're a novice, an intermediate, advanced, even a professional musician. How about having a go at composing an original song? 
There's nothing more innate when we come into music than the human voice. And even if you can't sing, or at least you think you can't sing, it's one of the things that you should practice. That is using your voice. Now, let's see about this composing a song. What would that entail? Well, I would firstly maybe include this task every weekend and throughout the week just have fun with it as well. The first thing I do is I would read poetry. I would have a look at literature. I would see what kind of poetry is out there that really gels with me as a person. Good poetry that goes well with music generally has even length of lines in it. It has stanzas. It has a sort of a meter, a rhythm to it. You might find rhyming words, metaphors, similes. The list goes on. Do a little bit of reading of poetry just to get you in the mindset of developing lyrics and then think about your life. What has impacted you over the recent months that really has stayed in your memory? It might be as recent as some funny occasion over Christmas, or it might have been something that you saw that really turned your head and your eye that you really observed closely. It might be some beautiful thing you witnessed in nature. You can write about that. Have a go at it. See what comes out. Take time with it. Don't expect you'll get it all done in one sitting because normally these tasks take a little bit of time. Then when you're happy with your lyrics and you have it all down on paper, then get out your instrument, whether it be a guitar or a sit at your piano or whatever, and start just improvising and messing around and playing melodies and seeing how can you fit some kind of a melody or a chord or something with the lyrics that you've created and just start messing about, I call it, or playing about with your instrument. The one thing about composing a song is it's uniquely you. It's your voice. It's what's innate to you, what you see in the world that is the most beautiful, beautiful thing you may have ever seen, or maybe the most disturbing thing that you saw that really impacted you as well. Some people like to write about things like that. I tend to go for the other, but some people like to write about those kinds of topics as well. There's just some ideas there. And I'm sure if you go into YouTube, you go into Google and you just want some ideas on how to compose a song, you will find plenty of information around all of that. And by the end of this next 12 month period, I would be very surprised if at least you didn't have a couple of songs put together. But just know that it takes a little bit of time, but it's well worth the effort, well worth the effort. And don't forget, practice to use your voice because when you're interpreting music, whether it be classical music on the piano or something, or even contemporary music, if you're able to sing the music, even though you won't do it publicly, that you do it privately in your practice sessions, it is so innate to your human body that you really get start to get a sense of the phrasing and where the breath of the music rises and falls with the louds and the softs the ebb and the flow of the music will start to become part of you and it'll start to flow through you. I have found in the past that when I've learned classical music, no matter what kind of piece it is, whether it's really a beautiful, soft, romantic piece or whether it's something more, you know, full of emotion and full of vibrancy, that singing those melody lines, no matter where they're in, what part they are, whether it's in a lower part or a higher part, as I would play them in the piano, it starts to cause the music to come through me and it, I get more imbued with the music as I start to really ingrain it into me before it becomes, as I call it, automatic pilot. 
And definitely using your voice, even though you think you can't sing, please use it because that's what will really help you to to really make the sound that you dream of creating as you progress on your musical journey. Now, I think this is another fantastic goal. And sometimes musicians can get stuck. And what I mean by that is they get stuck in a style of playing. And there are so many styles and genres of music out there. For example, if you've never played light jazz music on the piano, a simple boogie woogie or something, have a go at it. Just, you know, start to open up your mind, start to expand your frame of reference. And what you will find is the more that you expand your frame of reference or the more that you learn about a new style or genre, how that will bring in a new understanding of the music that you normally create. It brings a whole new understanding of tone and sound that when you go back to your original music that you practice every day, that you focus on every day for whatever reason, for example, if it's classical music and you're trying to get that sound refined, the more that you expand and then return to that classical sound, you start to have new ears. You'll start to hear music in a new and different way. And that sound very often can really become more refined the more that you explore. I would definitely suggest a key goal for any musician, if you haven't done it already in 2022, I really strongly suggest that you undertake this whole idea of improvisation, understand the basis of improvisation and what that actually means. At its very core, improvisation is understanding chords and triads in different keys and then trying to go from one key to another seamlessly and trying to do that in a very beautiful way. And the more that you uncover improvisation and discover new styles and genres and listen to lots of different kinds of music, some that you might like and others that you might like, it will help you to create this idea of improvisation. I would really strongly recommend that you include a time every day or at least every weekend, if you don't have the time during the week, to just improvise. And this also is linked in with composing an original song, because essentially, if you learn how to improvise, then when you go to compose your original song with your own lyrics or whatever, the two will come together and everything kind of bangs off of each other and it all starts to marry together and you suddenly have this new form of creativity happening. Another goal, which I think is excellent for any musician, no matter what level you're at, is to record a music video. And this might be only for your own information as a student learning and trying to improve your skill, or it might be if you're just not a very confident person and you've never done it before, get that camera out and record and yourself and look back at that recording and see where you can improve. I would say don't be too harsh on yourself though. Understand that you're in the process of learning and improving your skill, but you will see things that when you record a music video of yourself playing, that when you're actually in the act of playing that you might have heard. And you might see various physical movements while you're sitting at your piano or playing the guitar or whatever that you might be delighted with and others that you may not be happy with that needs more refinement. For example, somebody who sits at the piano with a very curved back, it doesn't look good. And if you want to present yourself on stage during 2022, you want to be aware, well, sit up straight. And that goes for most musicians anyhow. Just simple things like this will really show on a video if you do that. 
In the show notes of this podcast today, I'm going to include a link where there are 50 ideas of what you can do in 2022. Now, some of them will not be suitable for you if you're a music student and if you're a professional, some of them will be fantastic, like attending a music networking event, for example, if you're a musician and you're trying to really get out there and do your thing. I would suggest, though, that networking events aren't typically in a physical occasion these days. Look for them on places like LinkedIn and Zoom and just start digging around and seeing who you can network with and collaborate with. The one thing about the musical world is that because musicians are in this unique world, collaboration works extremely well with the right musicians coming together. And networking events can be such an an opportunity for musicians of certain genres and kinds to actually collaborate together and create some beautiful music together. There's so many softwares now coming out online with excellent audio qualities, far superior to what we've been used to in the last couple of years that had been developed over this past 12 month period, that collaboration now is very possible in a successful way. So network, I would say if you're an intermediate advanced student, music student, start networking. You're not too novice not to network. If you need advice from your teacher or tutor, don't be afraid to ask about these ideas. And another thing I will end on today's podcast is I have often met students and they grumble, oh, I didn't get much practice done this week. And then when I inquire as to why they didn't get much practice done, it's usually because of distractions. So if you want to be a really successful music student this year, identify the excuses you typically use to avoid practicing and brainstorm ways to combat them. Because when you can recognize the excuse and you know how to fight that excuse, you will very quickly overcome the threshold of not wanting to practice. And this refers back to this idea as well of accountability. For some people, they just want peace and quiet and having noise around them is enough to distract them and not to do their practice. However, I would definitely say for the most of people, accountability is one of the key things that if you can find people like yourself who are on the journey in music, get in with a group Start networking with other musicians at the similar level or a little higher than yourself and begin this journey together and being accountable to each other. And therefore, then when you meet those challenges that inevitably will happen, every musician, you will have the support there to get through the challenge and really increase those levels of thresholds to become a better musician step by step all the time, increasing your level of skill your ability to hear, your ability to improvise and create. I know there's a lot going on in the world at the moment with this pandemic and, you know, a lot of our lives have changed because of it. But all I can say to you is one of the better worlds to be in while all this is going on is the world of music. There is absolutely no end to the world of music. It is so full of colour and variety. There's so much inspiration and distraction out there, to be honest but you will never get depressed. And just one more thought before I leave you for today's podcast. In the, for most of my life, I have seen people after the Christmas season being very downbeat. And there has been this like 
fall after the Christmas season. Before Christmas, there's all this build up. Oh, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. And then it's New Year. And then New Year comes and then January comes and everybody feels, oh, the festive season is over. What am I going to do now? I have noticed one thing that counteracts that and it is the world of music. If you get into being a creative person, and in this case, I'm speaking about music, it can be any form of art for that matter. If you get into your creative zone, you won't feel that downer after the festive season because you'll be so inspired. You'll just want to hit January in 2022 and you'll want to go ahead and really make your dreams come true, no matter what those dreams are. So I encourage you just to do some of the suggestions I mentioned in today's episode, like get accountability partners, get a journal, write down your goals for that week, do a, a review day of, for example, a Sunday to see your successes and your challenges, be accountable, be held accountable, compose your own song, identify the excuses you typically make and brainstorm how to just break them, how to combat them. There's so many things that you can do to counteract this downer that very often people will mention in January. So with all that said, I wish you an extremely blessed and happy 2022, despite everything that's going on. Stay tuned to this podcast as well, because we have so much planned for 2022 for the next few months. There's a lot going on behind the scenes and some of it now is going to start coming out over the next particularly, I suppose, six weeks you'll see a lot of, of new things coming out. So keep tuned to the podcast and we'd love to hear from you in the new year. Drop us messages. You'll find us all on the major social media networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Um, just do a search for Music Secrets Exposed and you'll find us. And we'd love to hear any questions or suggestions or feedback uh, from you because we're in very challenging times but also if you look at the glass half full we're in very exciting times with what's possible with all the technology that surrounds us these days so with that have a great new year celebration and i'll speak to you next monday when we'll be back to normal with our interview slots and our monday slots and have a great new year's eve party keep safe and talk to you next week